0: This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual and is not intended to take as professional advice.
1: Welcome to the 4Play Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play hello everyone welcome back to the foreplay podcast this is bella this is jace we have a q and a episode for you guys today and if you wanted to send us your questions you can send them to hello at foreplay.com or go to foreplay.com slash ask that's the number four o-u-r-p-l-a-y dot com slash ask today we're gonna go ahead and just jump into it the first one is a bit of a longer one so our very first one um they did not want us to use their initials or names and asked we were curious if you could talk a bit about your encounters and observations of bear slash raw play in the lifestyle we have been in the lifestyle for about three years now and it wasn't even a topic of discussion condoms have always been a given during a recent experience our male half was on his back reaching for a condom as the female half of the other couple was straddling him following some very intense foreplay and mounted him before he could retrieve it there was no prior discussion of bareback play and when she caught the surprise expression she nonchalantly asked you had you said you had a vasectomy right and that was that and it was a very intense experience and quite hot but not what was anticipated or something we're sure we want to repeat the husband of the other couple seemed to intend to do the same don't think he even brought condoms what if we said no but he couldn't get it up we feel like this is a taboo topic in the lifestyle but something that happens much more than is talked about what is your guys' experience with this? Is it all just a big lip service? In our experience, we have pretty much seen a majority of everybody uses condoms, um, but the one thing with us is that we make it very apparent and we, ma- we make sure that we all talk about our rules as a foursome or whoever is there if it's an orgy like we all want to establish our rules and boundaries before any play happens and we feel like that is the best way to make sure that no boundaries are crossed so that is our very first and biggest rule Mm -hmm. is we have to play with protection and for us it's not even just the safety aspect of it because yes of course that is a very big thing but for us we keep that just for jason me like we find playing without protection is far too intimate for our personal preferences our personal boundaries and so that's why we make it so apparent that these are our rules and if you can't abide by those boundaries then we're not a match play wise.
0: Yeah I definitely I definitely think that having that discussion with people right at the beginning is the smartest thing. I feel like we never go past the point of maybe kissing someone or a little bit touching over the clothes before we stop and say hey so what's everyone's rules and I think that that's the first way to avoid a situation like this but I also think that in my opinion somebody just fucking you without a condom and not saying anything is a very big red flag and very weird to me. I think that that is disrespectful and honestly just kind of strange. I think if you don't want to play protect with protection, that's one thing, but not telling somebody that and just getting on someone and starting to fuck them, to me, that is very odd. And I feel like that's not what most lifestyle people do. I know that we have had friends that will play with people without protection, but they always say, if we're going to do it, it normally seems to be the same group and they'll usually get tested before, show each other test, either go get tested together or get tested the same week and show each other and then play without protection. But so for us, it just feels too intimate. And I know some people probably listening like, that's crazy, how can you fuck somebody else and then not be intimate? It's just a different (laughs) level of intimacy to us. It's the same thing with cuddling. We don't like to cuddle afterwards because that feels too intimate. Yeah. And everyone has their own rules. So if somebody plays without protection and that's the rule, hey, I'm fine with that. That's totally cool. But you just have to choose for you as a couple what rules you want to do.
1: It seems like your this specific experience is pretty rare. I don't think that this happens that often. I we personally in our experience it's always been a given, but at the same time we always make sure that we say this is what we require. But even whenever we do play with other people or we're um, planning on it, usually that's also one of their rules. So I would say that this was very rare. I would say that this is not the norm in the lifestyle and that I don't think that it is just all a big lip service. I really do think that condoms are a given, and a majority of people in the lifestyle do play with protection and take very, very good care of their own sexual health. Swingers in general, or people in open relationships in general, get such a big backlash about STDs, STIs, like we're dirty, that kind of stuff, but people in these type of relationships keep their sexual health at such a priority that most people are getting tested regularly. Most people are using protection. Most people are playing safe. And so I definitely don't think it's a big lip service. I definitely think that it does happen a lot. Using protection happens most of the time.
0: Yeah, and it's also one thing I want to say too is whenever we even say our rules, sometimes we're like, oh yeah, we don't like to cuddle afterwards. We're like, oh, okay, cool, like we can do that. But whenever we say we like to use protection, I feel like every time you're like, oh, definitely the same. Yeah. That's definitely a rule for us too. And you'll say, oh, we don't film anything. And people will say, oh, okay, well, yeah, we don't need to film anything. But I feel like every time we say something about protection, people are always like, oh, definitely, same rule for us. We have the same rule. So I definitely think it is very, very common in Lifestyle to wear protection. And like Bella said, I think that this is more of a rare situation. And yeah, but I mean, to each their own, I guess it definitely could happen. And maybe it happens more. We just never met those people, but it just doesn't seem that way at all to me.
1: And we've been in the Lifestyle now for eight years. And a few years ago, we did have a bad experience that did include this so if you guys wanted to listen to it it is one of our first 10 podcasts we'll link it below but it's what it's the one that's titled our worst experience in the lifestyle but long story short we had all established our boundaries beforehand and the other male of the other couple had sex with me like just went in and not said anything wasn't wearing protection we were only going to do soft swap everything was already determined and that was an extreme breaking rules yeah. every boundary was crossed not just ours mine and jace's but with her and her boyfriend so yeah that was really so it has happened and I just don't think that it happens often. There's one other comment here that says we've both paid more attention to the sites like SDC and it's almost comical how many profiles say safe sex and then have pictures of barebacking with multiple partners. They can't all be your significant other right in their profile pics um, and then they ask what's your guys experience with this? Is it all just a big lip service? With that I would say that maybe they do play together and they have that i like to give them the benefit of the doubt you know maybe they talked about it beforehand and maybe these are couples that they play with often and they're really close i mean of course if you're going to be taking pictures and knowing that you're posting it on the internet they probably have some kind of understanding with that and hopefully all of that helps (laughs) and let's go ahead and go into the next question this podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace of Foreplay. If you guys are at a party and you are getting kind of stagnant you're like, man, I wish that I could move this towards play or maybe start some new conversations. How do we liven this party up? We have a perfect game for you. It's called Foreplay the Game. We have a digital version and we have a physical version. It's the perfect lifestyle icebreaker game, and you can find more information about that at foreplay.com games. That's the number four. O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash. Games.
0: Also, maybe you're going on a little lifestyle vacation. Maybe you're going to a party. Maybe you need a gift for a lifestyle friend. We also got you there. fourplaycom slash shop. We have all of your lifestyle apparel needs. If you're looking for t-shirts or backpacks or leggings or crop tops, you name it. You want upside down pineapples. You want sayings. You want cum slut. You name it. We got it. fourplaycom slash shop.
1: Speaking of vacations, if you are planning on going on a lifestyle vacation, lifestyle trip, maybe you want to go on one of the cruises, Temptation Bliss Cruise, or maybe you want to go to the resorts. You do want to go which yep you do because we're gonna be at some of them and it is some of the highlights of our is going on these trips if you guys use our links to book your vacation it helps us out a ton it helps us continue to be able to do this and create content for you like this and it doesn't cost any extra for you on our site you'll see that we actually have some discounts on there and so you can find all of that information and book at foreplay.com travel now back to the show This next question is from Mr. and Mrs. X. We're new in the lifestyle and have had the few beginning arguments and misunderstandings. I know it's an ongoing journey, like you've mentioned before, but do these go away or do you still experience them being in the lifestyle after a long time?
0: I definitely think that arguments and things like that are going to happen in relationships, period, whether it's lifestyle or whether it's just normal everyday life. We actually had an argument and like a misunderstanding. And it was my fault of me not communicating something well enough. And what we learned was I was not completely processing things and I was processing during conversations and not processing my thoughts, then having a conversation. I was also saying things and not explaining them in depth enough and almost doing where Bella would have to assume something. And so, this is way into our lifestyle journey where I thought I was great at communicating and I was still not communicating well enough. And I think that there's a beauty to this. And as much as it does suck, things like this are what push you forward and what help you grow. And I mean, this happ- This this popped up during a lifestyle thing, but it also happened in a normal conversation a few weeks before that.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's, yeah. not, it's just not even, not only does it, stem only from the lifestyle, but just like you said, being in a relationship in general, you're going to have these arguments and misunderstandings. And sometimes if you don't have that fixed from before, it's going to trickle
0: into the lifestyle. Exactly. And I think that, I mean, I always say every time that we have any argument in our relationship, I always say, I'm so thankful we had it because we're the kind of people that work through it, figure out what it is, figure out a solution to help solve this issue, no matter what it is. And then move forward. And I said and that helps us in everyday life plus in lifestyle stuff. But I think that we always say, oh, I hope this is our last one we ever have. I hope that we've learned whatever the final lesson is and we'll move forward and never have an argument again. But I don't think that's realistic. And I think that there's, you know, I hope that we don't have an argument in normal life or lifestyle for 10 years. But at the same time, like I said, I think there is a beauty to it because sometimes you have to have a mistake to learn something that's going to help you grow and help you be at the best place you've ever been. And maybe you think everything is perfect, but there's some little underlying thing you don't even understand or don't even see. And if you never had that mistake, then how do you ever get to this next level of understanding or growth? But I will say that I do think with time, they become less and less. I feel like when you're first starting out, same with a normal relationship, Mm -hmm. I feel like it mirrors a normal relationship. I feel like at the beginning, when you're bringing all this in, there's so many new things that it's constantly going to happen. And with time you feel like you've established so much, you learn so much that it happens less and less. And that's the, the, the normal relationship too. So I definitely think that it's normal for it to happen. I think it's good for it to happen to an extent, as long as you can work through it and grow together in it and learn from your mistakes and not keep repeating the same ones over and over and over again. But I do think with time it happens less.
1: Yeah, I think with any argument misunderstanding there's always that silver lining of we're going to grow from this, we're going to learn from this mm-hmm. and this this misunderstanding that we had recently was our first one that happened in the lifestyle and years Mm -hmm. i can't even remember the last one that we had and and this was recent this is after being in it for eight years and so just know that like jay said it can happen but it's going to most likely happen less and less because you are going to grow as a couple and those misunderstandings are going to be far and few and far in between is that Few and
0: far between yeah yeah
1: (laughs) if you guys are long listeners of our podcast you know i'm really bad
0: with expressions expressions. (laughs) the last thing i want to say on that is don't be mad at yourself for making a mistake. Even if you're like, oh, it's 10 years in, we should be making mistakes. Everyone is going to, and it's okay. Now, yes, you should own up to your mistake and you should learn and grow from it. Don't be like, oh, well, I never make a mistake. Like, yeah, accept that. But I feel like you can't be mad at yourself. We are human we are gonna make mistakes. And the whole point of this is to make us grow stronger and to make our relationship better. So you have to have these talks or conversation sometimes and that's okay. So just know I said, we literally educate on this and we're still not perfect and we're never going to be perfect. So you're never going to get to a level of it's perfect. And that's no matter how long you see couples that have been in a relationship for 50 years, they're still going to have problems at time. And that's a relationship we grow and we move forward together. And sometimes just bumps on the road. Yeah, and that's what makes the journey beautiful.
1: Yeah, life happens and you have to be able to adapt and accept the things that happen. You just never know what's going to come up. And so I think not expecting that, oh, we're just not ever going to have a fight again. And just know that if it happens, you're going to work through it. It's going to help a lot. Let's go ahead and do Bella and say's weekly
0: obsessions. obsessions. What are your weekly obsessions? So I got two. The first one is Unholy by Kim Petras and Sam Smith. I... I'm in love with Kim Petras. I think she is so talented, so cute. She has the best ho album of all time. If you guys have not listened to Slut Pop by Kim Petras and you are the swinger, I don't know what you're doing with your life. That's a pl-
1: swinger anthem. Please yes. listen to the
0: whole Slut Pop album before you go out next time. And I guarantee you, you're going to feel horny as shit and pump <laughs> the fuck up. True. But I love anything Kim Petras does. I love Sam Smith. So Unholy for me is a win. Did they tease it for too long on TikTok? Yes. Do I still love the song? Yes. My other weekly obsession is the movie Blonde. it it just came out when we are filming this. I love Ana de Armas. I think that she is unbelievably talented. And that movie proved her talent a thousand times more to me. She is so talented. She is so beautiful. I think she has the most intriguing eyes I've ever seen. love her. Fucking crazy. And I didn't love the movie in the aspect of, it's not actually a documentary about Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn There's things that are made up, and I don't even know what's real and what's not, but I thought it was so beautifully filmed, and from an artistic aspect, it reminded me of photography, mm-hmm. but in film, and yep. it was so beautiful, and honestly, just watching her, she's art, in my opinion, herself, and so just everything about it, it was beautiful, and so I really enjoyed the movie from the artistic aspect.
1: Mine are donut bun shapers. I <laughs> feel so, like you went on this like really really nice elaborate explanation I'm like I like hair, hair donut bun makers <laughs> but I've been obsessed with those and I've been using like a little bit of the smaller ones to use for a little space bun. they're so cute yeah. I'm obsessed with them too
0: since you're using them and they look like great
1: on you and they really help shape your bun to be this like really cute donut shape and i love it and they're so cheap they're this kind of um squishy material and we'll have it linked in the show notes i get mine from Shein. you can get them anywhere though i know they have them at the dollar tree or amazon yeah everywhere and my other obsession is a black pink song so they finally did their comeback after forever i feel like i'm a little worried i don't know if they're gonna do another one this song that i'm obsessed with called shutdown kind of seemed like a like a final song. She was like, "Keep talking, we'll shut you down." I was like, "Oh, I don't know." I was reading some like K-pop gossip and they said that could be it. I was like, "I don't want Blackpink to go away, but th- that's my obsession. Love that song, love Blackpink. Um the album that they came out with is interesting. It's not it's my okay. favorite album, but there's a song on it that literally I think sounds like a Harry Styles song interesting but i shut down is i think my favorite one on that album i think
0: the shutdown and pink venom are a tie for me for my favorite on that album yeah the rest are way under underneath that for my ranking i would give those like high scores and the rest i'd give a much lower score for the whole album
1: (laughs) and that is the end of today's podcast episode thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you in the next one bye
0: bye